Hey, everybody, welcome to the Two Hats podcast. This is a podcast about community corrections, uh, also known as community supervision. Our goal here is to help those that are in the community and those attempting to join and become more familiar with community corrections, probation, parole, pretrial services, um, whether it's adult or juvenile. Um, our, uh, meet, your, meet our host, uh, my name is Chris. We have Brittany over here, and we also have another co-host. His name is Jeff. I was a probation officer for four and a half years, and this year I actually left the department, but we have a lot of info coming up for you guys if you want to get into the field, and we're going to share our experiences, right, Chris? We are. We are. Um, I've been a probation officer for going on close to eight eight to nine years now. Um, I worked five and a half years in juvenile probation, and I'm currently a adult probation officer now in another state. Um, disclaimer, based on my current department's uh, social media policy, I cannot identify where I work at. Um, so that's something that we just won't discuss. I could talk about my experiences um, as a probation officer, but mostly I'll be kind of referring more to my five and a half years as a juvenile probation officer in Western Pennsylvania because I have no limits on that because I don't work there anymore. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> right? No limits. Uh, so kind of moved up a little bit in the world, um, but lots of experiences. Uh, our third co-host, his name is Jeff. He's actually a supervising probation officer in California. However, he could not make the first episode of the podcast because um, as many people know, they're dealing with wildfires out there. And a big part of his responsibility also is helping his local county deal with that type of emergency. Um, he does wish he could be here. Uh, we have spoken to him. We have checked in on him. He is doing fine. Um, very overworked, very tired. I can imagine uh, the long hours, especially, you know, dealing with that kind of uh, natural disaster. But, you know, he does, uh, we are looking forward to the perspective that he brings in. So you have, um, so you have someone that was a juvenile officer, you have somebody that was an adult officer, and you also have somebody that's a supervising probation officer who actually supervise is probation officers in the field. So we're trying to bring you a wide variety to this podcast so that you kind of, so we get a good idea of what the field of community corrections, community supervision, probation, parole really is. Because uh, we're kind of like that redheaded stepchild. Um, yeah. kinda goes into, <laughs> that kind of goes into the whole name of the podcast. You hit the nail on the head with that one. I don't know why they treat us like that, but it's like we're just a little bit subpar, and I don't know why. But we're going to share a lot of information. And like he said, we have people from different levels in in the field and we also come from different areas around the country so that's going to bring in different perspectives as well because everybody does things differently in different parts of the country back in pa um things are different from county to county so it's not even necessarily like the whole state does something one way um kind of where it is where i'm at right now this state does everything one way we are probation and parole officers for the entire state, we're, we're divided into every county in the state, but we are, we are uh, it's one state, one system, the rules are all the same, um, the equipment we're given, uh, the policies and procedures is all the same. But when I was an officer in Pennsylvania, we're talking, Pennsylvania I think has 67 different counties and they do things 67 different ways. There's a social work aspect of probation and parole, 
um, you know, where your job is to kind of be a social worker, case manager, where you're trying to be a change agent. You're trying to guide um, the offender, the client, the juvenile, whatever terminology that your particular department uses, you're trying to guide them towards reducing the chances of recidivism. You're trying to address their needs to get them where they need to be um, so that they're not out there victimizing people or breaking the laws. Then there's the law enforcement hat. And, you know, that's where, you know, there's issuing warrants, violations, um, doing searches, uh, doing warrant sweeps, arresting people, um, taking people to jail. There's the that there's, you know, we, uh, there's, we work with federal agencies, we look, work with local law enforcement, sheriff's office, po uh, police departments. Um, so there's that aspect. So this is a career where there literally is two different competing um, ideologies and they kind of go together. And that's kind of where we got the name two hats because you're wearing a social worker hat and you're wearing a law enforcement hat and you're trying to trying to create a balance. Now, back to what Brittany was saying is that there's different counties, different states, however their jurisdiction, their department works is some lean more towards the other than the other. So I will say, Brittany, how would you say your, your, your old department, um, how, do you, how would they lean you know, on that scale between social worker and law enforcement? Definitely more social worker. Um, they uh, wanted to change from people calling, the defendants being called defendants to calling them clients. So they, it, it's way more, it's, it's less tactical than what you do. We don't do it. We didn't do any warrants. We didn't do any searches. We didn't do anything remotely close to <laughs> what you do in your area. So we should basically call social workers. I don't even think we should be called probation officers. Just for the department that I was in, because there was no officer aspect to it for me, in my opinion. I mean, we've talked, we've had many conversations about <laughs> the differences between my department and your department. Yes, and that's definitely something we can definitely get more into detail on in further episodes. Uh, because like I said, it's, it's, it's such a different field from where you're at, you know, because you have county-based probation, you have state-based probation, you have federal probation, and they're all different, and they all have different uh, requirements and ideologies that they're pursuing. Um, you know, as Brittany was saying, my department, I want to say we're probably, we're good, we're probably about 60% law enforcement, you know, 40% social worker, which is still actually really fairly, 50, pretty close to 50-50. Um, they do emphasize a lot on, you know, trying to be that change agent, but we do those things like searches, um, serving warrants, arrests, um, working with local agencies. We do, all, we do do all those things. And, you know, to be honest with you, that's the fun stuff. You know, that is the fun stuff, being able to get out there and do that. Um, now, I know you're saying on your side, you're more, your, your agency was more social worker side, but you guys did issue warrants or request warrants. And we requested. <laughs> we didn't always get them, but we requested them. But, but we wouldn't be the ones to serve it. So we would have to get local law enforcement to come and serve the warrant. Yeah, but the probationers know that you had that power. Because that's, mm -hmm. that's something you can do over their head at yeah. any time you have that ability to take somebody's freedom. You know, that always can lead to, you know, resistance and conflict. Very much so, it can. 
but we try not to say that to them because because we don't want that conflict so with training and stuff like that we're actually told you know don't tell them that you can do this because they don't want there to be any confrontation there because we don't have any you know uh we didn't well i didn't have any handgun or no type of protection you know when they came into the office there was nothing so we try to avoid that talking like oh you can go to jail you can get a warrant yeah we we didn't talk about that at all yeah, but I'm sure you had I'm sure you had frequent flyers. People have been on probation before. That <laughs> and they, 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 you know, they knew. Hey, you know what? Uh, yeah. you know, she might be she might be real nice right now, but I can come in the next day and there could be a cop right there waiting for me. <laughs> I like how you put that. They're frequent flyers. Hey man, yeah. probation. We know the goal is to reduce the recidivism. We know it doesn't always work. Right. Of I think course. statistically, it's about a thirty percent. 30% recidivism, I think, is a national standard. Now, of course, different states have different numbers. Yeah. Um, but I think nationally, I believe it's around 30%, which is a recidivism rate, which means there's, what, 60, you know, 60% of people that, you know, close to 70% yeah, of people that are not, you know, making that change that the yeah. system wants them to make. So, um, you know, our goal is, and that's something we'll talk about in future episodes, uh, we could talk about, you know, evidence-based practices and, um, you know, different assessments and different methods um, that can be used to help someone, um, help them, you know, move towards that change, um, which would be really good for, you know, people that are looking to get into this field, that kind of have a vision of what it is, uh, but re not really realizing that it's pretty different based on where you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of our that's kind of our purpose for this podcast. We just want to be able to uh, put it out there so people understand what community corrections and there's, there's so many different names. There's community corrections and community supervision. Uh, they both have the word community in them because the people you're seeing are not locked up. They are out and about. They're in the community, um, and your goal is to supervise them or you know, corrections, you know, try to make a correct, correct their behavior. Um, then there's, you know, there's probation. Uh, the next episode will probably go deeper into the differences between what is probation, what is parole, what is pretrial services, mm -hmm. and what is post-release supervision. Um, they are, they're all very similar in the fact that they are all, you know, under community supervision, community corrections, but they all have different, um, terminology, different rules and requirements. So like I said, the purpose of this podcast, we're really trying to, you know, be aim more towards people that are already in the field that kind of want to learn how things are handled in different parts of the country, um, even between different agencies. And also for those that are looking to get into this field, um, if you're in college, you know, pursuing psychology, sociology, criminal justice, and you're thinking about being a probation officer and you're just looking for more information, um, this is definitely our goal is to aid with that. So I'm excited. We're going to be posting uh, content, what, weekly? We're doing our episodes weekly or what? That's that's the goal, at least uh, once a week. Um, yeah, try to put, put out once a week. Um, we're going to have, you know, different things where it might just be us discussing topics. We might be bringing in guests. Like I said, we have other uh, probation officers, parole officers, juvenile officers that we communicate with outside 
and you know they from all over different parts of the country we want to bring them in as guests so they could talk to us and tell us how they do things where they come from so that if you're in their area and you're looking to become an officer you might say oh okay i didn't know that's what that's what they did out there um so yeah we, we, we have a lot of good ideas um definitely make sure you leave comments um and questions down in the comment section um one that helps the podcast grow um Two, it also gives us feedback on how, how we're doing and also gives us uh, questions that we can help address in uh, future episodes for those that would like to know. Um, leave comments, please leave comments. Um, also, we can uh, we can be reached on Instagram at Two Hats Podcast, that's T-W-O-H-A-T-S Podcast. Um, also, we have uh, our own Instagram um, Mine is at the tactical underscore probation officer. Uh, just to let you know, I only I only allow people that are actually in law enforcement to follow me. Um, it's nothing personal. It's just you know I have a lot of content on there, and you know just to be protect myself, I only allow people that are in law enforcement have a similar mindset to follow me. you everybody can follow Two Hats Podcast, correct? Anyone can follow that podcast, yes. That's open, there's no restrictions. That one is is public. Yes. And we're going to leave our um, social media links in the description bar below. So you can just click and you can go check us out on Instagram. Um, My Instagram is at your favorite PO. My Instagram is public, unlike Chris here. (laughs) We're going to leave all that information in the description box for you guys saying well why 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 do these people get to tell us about community corrections probation pro why why they get to tell us that so um i'll let Brittany go first she'll tell give you a little bit about her background what makes her qualified to do this podcast and then like i said i'll do mine and then um when we get jeff on hopefully the next episode next episode or episode after that depending on how long it takes for him to deal with what's going on out there in california um then we'll have him give his background, which his is clearly with him being a supervisor, he has way more years of experience. He has a, a lot longer um, resume than either one of us. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually, if you actually go to the uh, At Two Hats podcast, um, the first couple posts are all about us as your hosts. So you can actually read our descriptions and get a little bit more information about us. But Brittany, I'll let you go first. Yes, okay, great. So I have an actual degree in psychology, a bachelor's degree. I know a lot of probation officers, parole officers, they have degrees in criminal justice, but I don't. And I supervise over, um, well, roughly 150 offenders every month, adults only. I've never dealt with juveniles. Um, I was a probation officer for four and a half years um, here in Texas. So how me and Brittany met was uh, she has a YouTube channel for her, uh, your favorite PO. And, uh, you know, I was just Googling, you know, go looking through YouTube one day, saw her video, watched a couple of her videos, and then uh, reached out to her via think, Instagram. And we just kind of built a relationship. And then she actually invited me on. So actually, if you go to her YouTube channel, which will be in the description below, um, there's actually a couple of other interviews where we all started this thing, where she interviewed me um, about my history. Um, so I kind of give right now I'll give you the, a kind of a quick version of what's in those episodes. So if you do actually want to go to hers and watch her video um, interviewing me, um, I think there's like three or four, like three, don't we? I think we have three videos. Yeah, we have three. 
yeah, we have three together where if you want some more background information, I actually got some previous stories on there too from my time as a juvenile officer, um, which you know, a, lot, a lot of people don't really realize that juvenile officers, they get down. I mean, they, they put it oh, work. I um, didn't know. Of course, it depends on where you are because then it depends on where that, uh, that pendulum shifts between the social work aspect and the law enforcement aspect. Um, you know, I feel like most juvenile officers kind of lean more towards the social worker aspect. And I think that's kind of appropriate for the, cli the clientele that you're working with. Um, I would say with the agency I worked with, which is clearly right here, because uh, I don't work there anymore, so they can't tell me what to do. Um, we, were, we were pretty 50-50, and I think that was a pretty good mix. Um, but even within the agency, different POs kind of handle things differently, where I felt like I was more 50-50 where some of my coworkers were more, you know, 70, 30 towards the social worker side. And the department allowed you to kind of handle your clientele and handle your, um, your caseload how you want it. So I started with, um, when I got out of college, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. When I got out of college, I worked in a bank. Um, I left banking and took a position working at a reform school for juvenile delinquents that are court ordered to attend. Um, there, I took a job as a drug and alcohol counselor. I worked there for, I wanna say three and a half years, which gave me really good experience working with, working with juvenile delinquents. Um, you know, we worked closely with probation officers um, because they would have to come check on their delinquents every month. Um, you know, they kind of guide us and tell us, hey, this is what the kids' problems are. Can you work towards these, whether it's family, whether it was, you know, really heavy substance abuse, whether it was education, whatever their deficiencies were, or their, um, their deficiencies, we kind of tailored towards them. So that kind of made me want to become a probation officer, working with these probation officers, kind of seeing the dedication, the amount that they had working with these kids and how involved they were. So I was able to get hired on working here um, as a juvenile probation officer. So I worked there for five and a half years uh, before my wife decided that she wanted to move from Western PA. Um, I was perfectly glad with staying where we were, but she wanted to move. And so I ended up taking a job as a adult probation and parole officer in another state. So that's where I am now. Um, it's been good. Uh, I think coming over from the juvenile side to the adult side was a big change. I had to learn a lot. Um, you know, we didn't have to deal with bond and things like that in juvenile, you know, if you arrest them, they go to detention, they have a detention hearing, and either they go home or they sit in detention until uh, they sort of judge, or as opposed to here, there's bond, and you know, judges, you know, magistrate might set one bond, and they go to a first appearance, and then that judge sets, you know, lowers their bond, and they're back out in the street, it's, it's a different kind of system. Um, but Very I've gotten used to it. I mean, I've been doing it. I've been, you know, being an officer for two and a half years. So I've, I've definitely learned. Um, so I feel like I have a great experience. I have both sides. I have the juvenile side that I can pull from. And I have the adult side I can pull from. Even though, like I said, mostly I will be pulling from that juvenile side because I have no limits on what I can talk about on that side. So, um, and then like we we're saying about Jeff, with him being a supervisor, he brings a lot of experience. Uh, to the conversation for people that eventually want to move up and kind of want to know what does it take to supervise all the probation officers. I have a channel um, here on YouTube and it is called Your Favorite PO, which I think I'm going to change the name pretty soon. 
since I am not actively in their role anymore, but I don't know. And on there, you're going to find tips on interviews, how to get that job interview to become a probation officer. Um, and then there's also videos for offenders who might need some help <laughs> being successful on probation. So there's like a, a little mixture of for info for aspiring POs and then info for people on probation. Um, but here at our podcast, Two, Two Hats Podcast, we will be uploading videos every Wednesday, right, Chris? <laughs> that's the goal. That, that's the goal. So you guys need to hold us accountable. So if you have some, some comments, if you have some topics that you want us to talk about, please feel free to hit us up on our Instagram or down here in the comment section. Exactly, exactly. Um, so overall, our, our vision for this podcast is... Um, we want it to grow. Clearly, we want it to grow. We want to bring in other uh, community corrections professionals into our orbit. Um, definitely, especially on our our, uh, our social media platforms. Um, we want other people. We want to be able to bring people in as guests, so they can talk about their experiences um, as officers where they work at, so that there's a broad um, idea of what community corrections, community supervision, probation, parole, pretrial services, juvenile probation, what that all means so that if you're in the field already, you can get a taste of what other people are doing. And then if you're not, if you're you know, in college or high school, or you're looking to you know, make that leap, leap into, uh, into this career, you kind of have an idea. Because I feel like a lot of people know what cops do. You know, you got live PD, you got cops, bad boys, one, two, three, you know, <laughs> um, you have ideas of what social workers do. Um, you have idea of what, you know, of what they do in terms of case management and working with clients. Um, but I feel like a lot of people don't really know what probation and parole does. I know when I'm out in the streets, you know, I pull up somewhere and I get out my car People see me, you know, I'm wearing, you know, duty belts, I have all kind of have a lot of the same equipment that probation uh, police officers have. You know, I have a badge on my vest. I mean, a badge on my shirt or my vest. I have a badge on my, on my, uh, on my belt. And the first thing they think is that I'm a police officer. And they're not necessarily, then when they ask, oh, you know, what you're here for? I say, I'm a you know, probation officer here to check on my, on my offenders. A lot of people don't know, unless, unless they're in the system already. Uh, or they had a family member that was in the system. A lot of people don't know what we do. And I feel like expanding the education out there um, is a benefit for everyone involved. So that's kind of yeah. that's our vision. We want to expand, expand and put out there what probation and parole and uh, community supervision really is and what it means. I'm excited. We're going to have some good info for you guys. Yes. So get ready. I'm excited for the interviews because Brittany does a very good interview. Um, like I said, if you go to her channel, watch the one she's done with me and with some other officers and actually with some um, actual uh, offenders or as she calls them clients. Um, she does, she does some very good interviews. So make sure you check out her channel. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, comment, subscribe to our channel and make sure you all definitely follow us on our social media, which will be in the comments below. Yes, it's lit over here. <laughs> So thank you guys so much for tuning in to Two Hats Podcast. Remember, check us out every Wednesday and leave a comment, like, and share. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Be safe.